Chigue, an only-way podcast series focusing on current matters in the Mi'kmaq community. Gwe, Akjalasi, Deloisi Sean Doak. Hello and welcome. My name is Sean Doak. I'm a proud member of the Lennox Island First Nation and communications officer with Olnaway. Welcome to Jigue. I'm your host, and today I am pleased to be joined by Vice Principal at Ecole Saint Augustine, Julie Gagnon. We're going to discuss the first ever Reconciliation Recognition Awards that were handed out last year on behalf of the Epicoid Assembly of Councils. So, welcome, Julie, and I appreciate you uh, making some time to speak with me. Oui, bonjour, Sean. So last year, there were four organizations on PEI that were recognized for the work that they're doing to advance reconciliation. So we had the Epic Assembly of Councils held a inaugural Reconciliation Recognition Award ceremony. And, uh, and these were awards that were handed out to groups that recognize, respect, and include the Epiquit Mi'kmaq people, stories, history, or land in such a way that creates a positive and inclusive island community with lasting impacts for future generations. And so, Julie, um, you accepted an award on behalf of Nicole St. Augustine for the work that you had been doing with Lennox Island First Nation on cultural and learning opportunities, including creating their own talking sticks and building miniature teepees. So I'm just wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, it was a great honor when we uh, got the word that we received that recognition because you're not doing something to receive something back. You always do something because it brings you, you know, joy, it brings you some learning, it brings you more than just an award. So this was the cherry on the top of uh, the Sunday, if I can say but our uh, engagement, our journey, I would prefer to say our journey with the Mi'kmaq community, it's a story that it starts, but we never end because there's so many years. There's so many years to catch up. Like just me with my age, I learned things when I was young that I need to relearn, you know, in the in the right way. And for us at the St. Augustine, it was an idea, like I've been out of, uh, of the school system, I was working in the school system. I was at UPEI and I was at the school board. But having the chance to coming back in the classroom setting had given me the opportunity that I can propose my idea to the team. We're a community school. So we had the community side and we got the school together. And I proposed the uh, some of the ideas I had in my mind, that connection I wanted to do with the Mi'kmaq community. It was a collaborative agreement that they wanted also to walk in the path of truth and reconciliation. It kind of started with my own desire <laughs> that <laughs> I wanted to do my own you know, journey in the truth and reconciliation. But uh, having the whole team and having the whole school and the center was wonderful. So it was not that hard to convince the people around, but we need to approach the Mi'kmaq community. It's not something, oh, yes, we're going to change. We're going to know what's best and everything. It was very important for us to connect. And that's when we approach Jamie and Sarah at Lendox Island. And we kind of talk about our vision and the embrace it because it's not just one-time activity. It's not just one time in the space. You know, it, it was the journey that we're starting a story together that will never end because there's so much to learn between each other with the Acadian and the Big Ma. So that's that's what happened. That's how it all began. 
it's amazing that it all kind of unfolded like that. I wonder what it meant to you personally, just as a member of the community, to see that unfold, you know, outside of your role as an as an educator, seeing the children participate and learn and gain maybe a different understanding than they had been getting. It's our future generation. The kids, when they start learning, like when they're hearing that what we learned when we were young, what happened a long time ago, kids their age, I'm teaching grade five and six. So it kind of brings them sadness, but at the same time, they can see that they're the next leader. Something needs to be said, but just said like the words need to connect with the actions. I'm proud. I'm proud because I'm doing my own journey via my student. That's a win for me because I want to learn. I want to know better. I was being interested in the indigenous culture where I'm from in Quebec. There's the Betsemit uh, Reserve. And I had a friend there. For me, being in nature and everything, like it was something that always in my personal side of me, very interest. But having the school, having the community, having the parents embracing this journey as well. It feels good that two communities, because the Acadian and then the Mi'kmaq community are two minorities on the island, but connected together, they make a team, you know, they make a whole. Yes, and much stronger together too. I'm curious, you mentioned journey and, you know, that's very thematic for anybody who's who's learning about reconciliation. And I'm just wondering the children who maybe you've spoken with or heard from, I'm just wondering kind of what their journeys have been like uh, of learning and how do you think they're taking to learning about the Mi'kmaq culture? It's a good question because what's happening is in our community, like uh, the Acadian perspective, we have to teach our students, we have to teach our children the story of the Acadian. The student doesn't know really much about their history itself. They kind of lost the language through the generation. And now this lot of kids are back in the school to learn again the French because they had lost it with the deportation. On the other side, you know, on just across the street, we have the indigenous history as well. So they're kind of learning their story and the other story at the same time. They're learning what was the collaboration way, way back when it was the deportation, the Acadian went hiding with the Mi'kmaq community and all that stuff. And they can see there's a close relationship. And that's what I'm talking when I start like talking with the student at the school is we have a one team here and we have another team here that went through a lot of similarities and we just don't want to stay on each side of the road. We want to walk together on the same road and to learn. So as much as they are learning as what was like being an Acadian, they're learning what is a Mi'kmaq person as well with their culture. And their journey has been wonderful. And the kids are always looking forward to uh, have Jimmy and Sarah coming at school and learn more. Like I say, they learn about the talking stick, like not just how to do it, but the meaning of it. That's really uh, important. My grade five, six last year, we learned about the teepee and the wigwam. We learned that in the east part of Canada, it's not teepee, it's a wigwam, but like it's complicated to build a wigwam because with the bark, it's not big enough here on the island. So like they all did the miniature teepee in the classroom, how it works and everything. And seeing my student walking with a big tree that weigh maybe a hundred pounds, maybe more, and pulling that up to make the first structure, 
you could see how proud they were because when they hear things, you know, they can relate. Well, I know this and I know about this. Mm-hmm. And when we do the uh, orange t-shirt day, of course, there's so much we can say to the younger kids compared to the older kids. With my older kids that, that we did talk about the residential school and that affected them a lot. They were really hurt and they didn't understand why that's what happening. We did a writing exercise in the fall. We write the opinion letter to the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, regarding the water condition across the indigenous population in Canada. They came up with their opinion and we sent that and we got back an answer from the cabinet. And they also sent the letter to the, the person in charge in Ontario, because that's where there's a lot of reserve who doesn't still have proper clean water. Mm-hmm. So saying this, they saw that, wow, like we might be young, but we can make change. We can do small change at a time. And I'm sure it had a profound effect on them to be able to go into such a compassionate place and be, you know, having an opinion too, a strong opinion on such a complex issue. I think that's just fantastic. What do you think other educators and people in the education system can do to help contribute towards reconciliation and and expand the learning opportunities uh, for children? First of all, I think it's it's important as your own self, like your own individual, to recognize the meaning of the truth and reconciliation. It's not just, okay, yes, I recognize and that's it. Okay, what can you do? What action can you do? So that I think it's our first responsibilities as an individual. Another thing school can do is raise the Mi'kmaq flag. The Mi'kmaq flag is, is rising at the school because we know that the land that we are, it's a sacred land and, and we need to acknowledge this. When we did that ceremony and the student knew about why we were doing this and they saw the flag rising, it was very emotional. It was very, you know, very important for us. So I encourage all the school to do the same thing. And I see more and more the Mi'kmaq flag now flying in Charlottetown. So that's very wonderful. Another thing we did too is with the Orange T-shirt day, we came up with an idea to have our own T-shirt at the school. Our animal emblem is an eagle. So we had the eagle, the design, we had worked out with the Mi'kmaq company in town. Mi'kmaq printing and design? Yeah. So like we picked the eagle design because it represents us, but it represents the Mi'kmaq community as well. And in the back, I came up with a sketch and we sent that to Halifax and it came back and it's it's a two talking stick crossing each other. And on each side as one is the Acadian flag and the Mi'kmaq flag showing that we're doing a journey together. So when Jamie and Sarah, whoever will come at our school, if we're doing an activities, if we're learning something, if we're doing a celebration, all the students will wear their T-shirt because everyone got one from the school and the community center. So that's another thing that the school can do just to do a ceremony about the orange T-shirt day, just to talk about, you know, it needs to be more than just one day. It's like you need to find time to create a connection. And the Mi'kmaq community are so open, like they welcome us to go and, and to contact them and to see them and, and learn from them. So there are so many opportunities. Absolutely. And 
I agree. And in your role as vice principal, I'm curious, are there any obstacles that you see in working on this and working towards reconciliation? Are there are there any kind of roadblocks or anything that seems that it might be difficult to surmount at any point in the future? There's one thing come up and that is coming up in my head is when they discovered the 215 young soul, it was in the weekend and on the Monday we had a field trip. You know, we were going to visit Sarah and Jamie at Pendox Island. So we happened to be around the fire that was going to burn for four days and four nights. And we share how we felt and everything. And we went in the teepee, we had the banik. And for us, it was becoming more stronger being there. So coming back to our school, we all lowered the flag because, you know, the government decided we're going to lower the flags just to honor what's going on. And, but there was a point that one time that they said, okay, it's time to bring back up the flag, to rise up the flags again. And for us, it was, it was complicated for us. Like, like we didn't want to raise all the flags up, but we kind of get the, the, uh, from the government that we need to rise the flags, but we decided to keep the Mi'kmaq flag lower because for us, it was our way to see that we are with you. You know, we don't want to bring up your flag up because we're with you. But I think it got see as, uh, okay, like you're higher and we're lower. Mm-hmm. And that was not our intention at all because it was our way of showing our support that we're with you with this. And as long as things going to be done by the government, we're not going to bring it up. Mm. But we got some feedback, constructive feedback, saying that, no, it's better to bring the flag up and keep doing what we're doing. So, like, we learn from this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. for us, it's important. We don't want to appropriate ourselves of a culture that it's not ours. But we learn from this. Yes. That's so far, that's the only thing I can see that was uh, not an obstacle. I just find this as a learning experience. Because as uh, Jamie told me, it's okay not knowing, and it's good to ask questions, to learn. I see that like as a learning uh, experience. Absolutely. And I agree. There's experiences to, or opportunities to learn everywhere. And just being open and asking questions, I think, is always helpful. What do you hope to see for reconciliation in the years to come, Julie? I know that's a fairly loaded question, but say in five years time, what do you hope things kind of look like? In five years time, I hope we're going to keep going ahead, you know, walking towards the truth and reconciliation that the government will treat everybody the same. There'll be no problem with the water. Everybody will have clean waters, medical service. There will not be a difference between you and I. We're being treated as human, but to recognize that there was the indigenous were here, that's their land, and they open us their door. And we need to be a big family. We need to be together and to protect motherhood and to make sure that what happened in the past help us to move forward in the present to have a better future. Mm-hmm. Because we can erase what happened, but we can change mm-hmm. what can happen, you know, in, in the present and in the future. So I think, um, you know, like we have the Orange T-shirt day, what well, it should be Orange T-shirt day every day. It should be 
you know, uh, Black History Month every day. It should be like at one point to be so much inclusive that it will be a celebration for everybody every day. If everybody across Canada could realize, could acknowledge what happened, I think it'd be a, a big step. Because mm. I don't think everybody wants to acknowledge what happened. Mm. But I think starting with the young kids to teach them what happened and what they can do to move forward, there's a new generation coming and things would be different. Mm. With a new generation comes new opportunities. Well, I just want to say, Willalan, thank you, Julie, once again for your time. I really appreciate it. Well, Willalan, merci to you as well. A great opportunity to share what we do. Merci. Thank you. And Willalioke to all those who are listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. I'm Sid Nogama, on my relations. To find out more about Ulnui and the Megamot Rights reconciliation process, visit ulnui.ca.